Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty, episode 27. How is everyone doing out there? I repeat again, Late Night Cypher, Tank and Smitty, episode 27. Is it 27 uh, or is it 26? <laughs> well, yeah, I know. It's, it should be 26, but we just kept oh, the number train that's, that's right. Yeah, we kept the number train rolling because Anchor App has let us down once again, folks. Um, for like the second or third, actually truly like the third or fourth time since we've been doing this. But they came out with a new update. We both updated it today, and it seems to be working and working, working test, and hopefully it keeps going tonight. It doesn't cut out uh, on us. That would be really disappointing. But uh, very excited uh, to be back with you guys. I know a couple people were messaging me saying, like, did you guys do a podcast last week? Because a lot of people don't come on the YouTube side of it. They listen to it through just the podcast form. So um, I hope it works. But yeah, anyways, we're here. Episode 27. Uh, Tank, how, how are you doing? Doing good, man. Can't really complain. You know, just uh, another Tuesday, another podcast in the books. And uh, had a pretty good weekend. You know, spent, uh, spent some time with the kids and everything. Because I've been traveling the last, you know, few weekends uh i came out to visit you went to uh my backpacking trip so it was good to spend some time with the family you know i hadn't really got a chance to spend too much time with them so uh had a great time you know went in the hot tub in the backyard and all that all that good stuff cooked some food i feel like i hadn't i felt like i hadn't cooked in fucking months dude you know yeah you ever you ever get like that where it's like you haven't and you're like dude i haven't cooked in like a month Right, it just feels that way. It's weird, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So I I got you know uh, when I was when I was traveling, uh, Carolina went to this farmers market right down the street, and um, I've been getting into like um, you know uh, foraging for mushrooms. Just I haven't done it yet, but just researching and all that. Well, this place had, uh, and you've been getting into it too, actually. And this, there was a, at a, at the farmer's market, there was a tent and they had, dude, all kinds of mushrooms, man. They had lion's mane mushroom, which I, I drink coffee with lion's mane in it. Right. Um, then there's, they had lion's mane. They had, uh, some, uh, fresh oyster mushrooms. They had, you know, porcini mushrooms. They had, uh, portobello mushrooms. And then they had a whole bunch of dried mushrooms and they had dried morels, which, it's really weird. It looks like an alien. Like, it looks like an alien took a shit. That's what a morel looks like. It's, it's fucking weird, man. <laughs> like, Google it and look it up. But I got some morels, man, and I fried them up with butter and sage. Woo! Right. Dude, let me tell you Ooh. something. If you can find morels, get morel mushrooms. They are so fucking good, man. They really are. They're, they're like, it's almost like eating really thin beef. Like, it's like really meaty. It's weird, man. It's weird, but it's so fucking good. And uh, like, if I ever cook with mushrooms again, if I can get morels, that's gonna be that's gonna be the way to go, you know? Right. Um, but anyway, that's that's what I did over the weekend. Um, but I wanna I wanted to jump in um, to something I saw on on the news. You know, they had that incident that happened in Toronto a couple of days ago. There was uh, you know a guy uh, rented a van. And fucking drove into a, a a group of people, and just yeah, you know up crazy. up and yeah killed ten, injured fifteen. Um, it's just like you know. But here here's my problem with it. Like, look, 
I know we live in like the age of information and social media where everybody can share everything. Um, I get that. And there's, there's a good thing. It, it's, it's great to have that. It really is. There's a lot of benefit to that. You know, just we, we have so, so much access to information now. It's, it's kind of crazy. But what I don't like about it is when this shit happens, you know, like you got, um, I mean, we saw this, what, was it in Paris that this happened? You know, uh, a couple of years, no, 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 no. A couple of years ago, the same similar thing happened. Oh, yeah. uh, a, a truck, um, you know, rented. So I don't know if it was rented. I think it was. But anyway, somebody had a, a truck and drove it through a group of people and killed it. And, you know, what, what you wind up happening, what you wind up having is you get uh, copycats. You know, you, you get uh, this like notoriety, like, oh, this person did this. Look, they're all over the news. Oh, I'm going to do that. And then it's like you get the copycat syndrome where, you know, people people want to do the same thing. You know, they want to get theirs. They want to be they want to be popular. They they want to get out there. They want to be known. Right. For whatever right. reason, whatever, you know, if they're if they hate the world, uh, if if they're, you know, miserable with their life, you know, they want to take it out on other people, whatever, whatever it might be. It's like, oh, now it's their time to shine. And it kind of gives I think it gives people a little power when when you make a big deal about it. Now, I'm not saying keep it hush hush so nobody knows about it. Obviously, you know, with with the most recent school shooting, um we actually had to talk to our kids about, you know, what do you do in that kind of situation? And that that's good. Because right, you know, you're you're a little bit more prepared than you would have been otherwise. But at the same time, you're giving people ideas and um it's just you know, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know how you feel about it, but I think to to publicize it so heavily um, and to put it out there is just like it's fucked up because, you know, you're giving you're giving people power. They shouldn't have, man. And um, fuck, you're just you're paving the way for the next fucking asshole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, and no, I'm definitely with you on that for sure, because it's something you definitely see. There's definitely copycats and. There's people, you know, honestly, that were thinking thinking the same thing. Like, man, I wish I could just fucking run over a bunch of people in the town square and shit. Like, people are crazy like that. And they see someone do it, and they're like, fuck, if you can do it, I can do it. And it's like, like you said, it doesn't mean that we shouldn't talk about it, but we shouldn't yeah. sensationalize it, go on and on yeah. about it. And we uh, should be honestly harsh with, you know how I feel about penalties and shit. Like, I'm, like, ruthless when it comes to, like, legit penalties where, like, you're tried the right way, DNA testing, like all that shit. Like I am so up for that torture and all that other, that all that other weird stuff, dude. Because I think if you if you put it down that this is the type of treatment you're gonna get when you do certain types of things, like it makes people think. People say yeah. it doesn't work. Oh, negative reinforcement doesn't work. It sure does sometimes, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to life or death. And so. I'm way harsh on like sentences like that. Like I, we're wasting our time putting people who smoke pot and do recreational drugs and shit uh, in jail and say like we're doing yeah. a good job and there's like people getting killed and murdered and raped and stuff. And, but there's you know. there's got to be a there's got to be like a fucking way to spread the info, but not not to give somebody the fucking you know their 15 minutes of fame. You know, there, right. there's there's got to be a way. I don't know what it is. I mean. But it's it's there's there's got to be a way, man. You know, someone's got to be able to fucking think of it. You know, we got fucking Elon Musk putting shit into space, putting a Tesla into fucking space. You're telling me somebody can't figure that shit out? You know, well, you would 
no, I mean, you would think that, but it's, it's really just, you know what? Like people have had this discussion before too. It's like, and we've had this discussion on here before. It's like, should people, should we have, is it a good thing that we're like all mixed Getting together? shot, getting shot. Where'd you go, dude? You I'm way, I've been way far away. Oh man, I'm fucked up, dude. Can you come I'm get fucking, you, No, I'm, I'm done, dude. He's coming. I can see I can put you out of your, your misery or something. No, nah, dude. <laughs> uh, but, you know, sometimes it's not a good thing when everyone's mixed together because not a lot of people can handle themselves and discuss things and, and be amongst each other like that are different, you know? And so um, when you have all this mixture of people, you hey, listen, in there you're going to have some crazies too. You know, and especially because, you know, we want people who have mental illnesses to be integrated into society. And, you know, unfortunately, there's a stigma on mental health, too, because not all people that have mental health issues, you know, go out and commit crimes and are violent. And I know that for a fact, but we just lump them all in. Yeah. So, then well, there's, so, so then there's this overwhelming fight to be like, oh, you know, he's just this or he's just that. All right. You know it's kind of you make excuses for people because it's been like, especially recently it's been pushed like, you know, you can't say certain words or you get in trouble and like these people need a place here. And like, so we, they're more accepting of the group of mental illness, but they also don't understand it. So it's like you have this positive feedback of people that are like, you know what, they need to be integrated in society, especially people who don't have, um, everything together and you know but like there's a there's enough people there that we should know the difference between everything that's going on you know we Mm -hmm. should we should we should know what's going on and we just don't we don't know enough about like serious things that are going on mentally with people because it's not just guns it's not just knives Mm -hmm. it's it's a mental thing people are going through tons of stuff and like I understand that we need to integrate people, but then we also need to be weary and understand that there's a difference between certain mental illnesses too. And when you have right. law enforcement keep coming back to places to check on people, well, there needs to be like a documented thing and it needs to be taken more seriously now, not just like, oh, we're going to fill out a report and maybe, send it in. Like, it, you know, it, we need maybe to they should be checked up on. You it's know, maybe, maybe no, I, I know it's hard, the resources, but maybe... You know, maybe it's like when when someone's flagged, whatever they get they get questioned. There should be follow up somehow, some way, right? Because right. you you know you 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 hear it all the time. Somebody could be on the verge of breaking, and you know it could be a matter of days, it could be a matter of weeks, it could be a matter of months, it could be years. Nobody fucking knows. But when that when like I think because for that school shooting, the FBI went and visited that kid, right? Right. And at that time, they determined he was okay, right? For whatever reason, I don't know the fucking details, but, but you know, maybe somehow there's there's a system for a follow up. Of course, it all boils down to money. Where's the money going to come from? But is you know, think about the money. Is the money worth a bunch of lives? I mean, and and here here's to like you know, speaking of mental illness, the the reason I want to talk about this, like you know, because. We saw we saw a car, you know, run people over. I think it it happened in like Paris. It happened in New York too, right? Not not too long ago, within the yeah. last year. Yeah. And it just happened in Toronto. But like the article that I read about this Toronto thing, like it it was almost to the like the the article I read was 
I could probably read the whole article in five minutes, but it was like this kid, you know, people knew him and he used to wander the hallways in the school with his hands like pressed together with his head down and he would be meow like a, like a cat, like meow, like meowing. Like, so is, is that a, is that like a flag for someone who's mentally ill that, that could kill people? Or is that like, yo, that kid's weird as fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, but, pro- it's probably just really bad because I yeah. know so many people that have or, or have seen people with mental illnesses who aren't necessarily violent. But, yeah. you know, where it comes to like HIPAA law and like kind of mixing that, it gets real dicey because when these people are considered patients. So when they go into mm. these facilities, a lot of times it's hard for people unless they commit a crime to get access to those types of documents to really know what's going on because when a police officer pulls up a, you know, uh, when he reads a license or he pulls up a name into the system, he should be able to see that this person has a mental illness, what types of medications they take and all. And like people think that's evasive, but I just don't. I think the more information you give people and tools, the better. And I think maybe you could stop some of these people because as you can see, it's not just gun related, even though we have a gun problem in America um, when it comes to killings and stuff, um, from all sides. And obviously there's competent users, but it, it's just like a mental health issue. It really is, you know? And, uh, you know, a lot of times before in the past, these are the types of kids that, you know, this is very young and they wind up throwing them over a cliff, you know, like ancient Rome or something, you know, these people like, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's, and now we, that's what we should do. Obviously not, but because we don't know enough about the human brain, but we should also continue. We should really, really, really continue to try to understand the differences between it, not make excuses, but also try to help people. Like we can't, we can't just be like, oh, well, he was a nice guy and this, that, and the third. But meanwhile, like there's been all these different calls from law enforcement to the house because he's, you know, he's disturbing the peace. Well, this needs to be documented now in this day and age where like people have the internet and can get guns and all sorts of things and, you know, it's all about info. To, yeah, all, all information. All... You know, like a kid like that probably doesn't do anything in 1950. You know, he probably gets picked on a little bit. He's a little bit slow, so he has more care at home. There's probably somebody to watch him all day. You know, he doesn't have. And again, this comes back to the glorification that we talked about earlier, because you know, people like this didn't see things like that on TV. But yeah, not such big news. Now, like people see stuff like that, and they're like, "Oh, well, I have a gun, and I, I thought about this. Maybe I should do this." Is people yeah. think like you know everyone thinks it's like some mastermind plan where someone sat there for like five months like the guy from Vegas and like you know went right came, yeah. came to different it's not always like that like sometimes these people are just you know they have a serious mental illness and sometimes they don't even they don't even mean to I, you know because I hate to make excuses for people sometimes they don't even mean to be like that it's just like their brains work mm-hmm. like that like they don't you know not no normal person wants to do that to somebody instead of just living normal life and be happy and stuff. But yeah. some people just can't, they can't do it. And, and so it's Well, like, we got, uh, don't want to cut you off, but uh, yeah. shout, shout out to Jay Wubbs and Deborah. Thanks for listening. Uh, Jay Wubbs just said, they also said the Toronto truck driver expressed that he felt sexually suppressed and unwanted. Well, dude, someone throw him a bone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Come on, exactly. man. Yeah, you know, hey, that that's um, that'll do something to you, man. Se- being sexually suppressed and unwanted, like that'll that'll do something to your psyche. You know, not not saying like, 
hey, you know, everyone needs to get laid or they're going to kill people. But, uh, you know, fuck, man. I don't know. I'm sure I'm sure there's somebody out there that, you know, wanted to meow with him in the bedroom, man. He just he just had to get on that Internet and find him. Right. Shit, maybe maybe you could have changed something. Maybe not. But uh, I don't know. Is that a common thing with these people? Like, are they are they sexually suppressed? Or I know I know a lot of them are on like, uh, you know, SSRIs and, and uh, anti-anxiety meds and stuff. But I wonder. I wonder, man. You know? It's hard to really know uh, unless you know exactly like what their uh, their condition is you right. know and even people within the same condition don't have the same tendencies to do certain things so they may not necessarily be violent so then it, it comes a case where are we locking people up before they do things just because they happen to have certain conditions? the minority report <laughs> you know and then like it, that's where it becomes really sad because we don't want to go backwards with mental health and we definitely don't want to go backwards with um how we treat people and like the rights that people have but we also need to be careful about what's really you know what you know what though i think i think if honestly if if more people because i i am huge and i'll tell everybody i tell this to my kids i tell this to everybody all the time honesty is the best policy and be open about how you feel if if something's bothering you talk to somebody you there's people man you know if if anyone out there you know is, is bothered by something I'm telling you right now, you could go on Facebook and, and search a group and find a group of people that, like, you can relate with, you know? Like, reach out. You can find somebody. You can find something, whether it's a forum, whether it's a Facebook group or an online chat, whatever. You can find somebody to talk about your problems, you know? Don't, don't right. bottle it up because it seems like, you know, when you bottle shit up, it just festers and it fucking grows and it... You know, it turns, it makes you, you know what, it makes you something you're not, you know, in my, in my, and, and you know about all about this, Danny, or right. yeah, whatever, fuck it, that's your name. You know all about this. When, yeah. when, when I was in my, la- my previous relationship, I was miserable and, you know, it just wasn't working and I didn't say nothing, man. I just held it in and dealt with it. It kind of changed me as a person, you know, I right. was, I was stressed out. I was drinking a lot and, um. I was kind of angry, you know, like not not like out of control, but like I was always angry about something or or what, you know, and I'm in a much better place now. But, um, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. But if you if you can openly talk about your issues and you actually helped me with that a lot, because I didn't you know me, man, I didn't I moved and fucking nobody came to visit me. You're the only one to come to visit me, you know, and and many weeks of like. You know, because sometimes people, like, when they're not used to doing something, they'll be like, oh, whatever. But, like, after we, like, started hanging out and taking pictures and became a regular thing, people really didn't have any excuse after that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and it's like, I didn't have anyone to talk to, right? Who Who was I going to talk to? The person that is annoying me the most, right? right. They're, they're not, they're not going to be supportive. And I've, you know, for a long time, I've been in management. So, at, in my job, I'm the boss. And I just don't. I don't friend people at work. I just don't, you know, I just, it's not, it's not good and it's not smart to do that. Um, it just makes the job more difficult. So it's like, I don't meet people. Like how, how do I meet people? I can't, right. you know? So it's like, it, it, it was difficult. It was a difficult time, but you know, it, you know, I'm, I'm out of it now, but you know, t- talk to people about your feelings, man, let it out. Don't, don't fucking hold it in because it's going to, you're going to create a fucking monster, man. And I'm not saying you're going to go, kill a bunch of people 
um, you know, maybe it doesn't get to that point, but um, you just, you know, I, I think if more people are open and honest about their feelings, I think the world would be a better place. And that's my preach for tonight. Cheers. Oh, cheers. <laughs> and that's the final word from Pastor tonight. There's a nice gun down here, too. Yeah, I backed out, so I can't even watch you. I'm watching you on the fucking YouTube. Oh, thing. what are you doing? Son? I don't know, man. I'm slipping uh, over here. I'm slipping. I'm in the middle of a war right now, brother. I know. It's good. Get that win for us, man. We got to get that trying. win. Oh, I see. I see the shot. I didn't think you saw me. What you going to do? Oh, shit. I was like, what you going to do? What, what you going to do? Oh, he dropped me mad quick, man. This game be pissing me off sometimes. Uh, and then all right. he, uh, top six again. You see how that top is? Six, but top me. six alone. Top six alone because I died early. But we got to stick together. Oh, that's true. That's true. You know, no, that's true. But, um, yeah, man. Yeah, so it's been fun. We're out here. It looks like New York's finally getting some good weather. Uh, like I was telling people last week who were listening on YouTube who – Unfortunately, didn't get to hear on the Anchor app and iTunes uh, and Google Music and all that stuff. That uh, sucks because it was a good podcast last week, and we didn't even get you know, people didn't get the. It was like we an still hour got and 45 I'm, minutes, you know. I'm still gonna try to convert it, man. I'm, I want to try to get it out there. We well, yeah, we could try to find something. Every anybody knows a good conversion tool from YouTube to get audio without having to pay big bucks right now because uh, we don't have any sponsorships. Because sometimes this this app doesn't work, but it's a really great tool that if. It just was consistent enough. Like, it's a very good thing to use. Um, but with that being said, also, you know, I wanted to touch a touch a little bit on this last week where we were talking about Kim Jong-un and his um, – his, he's now, like, going to be a good guy, I guess. Like, uh, he's going to give up uh, testing his weapons and he wants to, you know, end the war with South Korea that's been ongoing since, like, the 50s technically – and which may lead to borders being dropped, which we haven't seen since, like, the Berlin Wall, like, that type of seriousness as far as borders being dropped. And I'm just saying pump the brakes a little bit here because the guy has been nothing but a maniac and a user of his people. Um, I mean, they don't even have basic, like, information tools like the Internet I can't tell you how many people died of famines there because he's unwilling to just be normal and compromise with the rest of the world. I mean, we're talking about millions of people that died of, like, starvation and infection. Um, that, and now everyone wants to just play nice with them. And I'm just like, yo, be careful because we've seen this before from this regime as well. Like, he also, like, hoodwinked the Russians his dad did in the past. And did the same thing. Like when their when their financials and their things get a little bit tight, they kind of agree to things and they seem more able <clears throat> to drop things. Almost like a desperation move. Yeah, until they're financially stable, and then like the rhetoric continues again. But where this can get very very tough is if you like eliminate bo- the borders that are set up, and you know they they are by nature a military nation, and. South really isn't. They have, like, support from America, so that's why their, like, training facilities and their bases and, you know, their military would be a little bit more organized. But um, they're really more of a military nation. And it was weird how he just, like, he went to China and had a visit with the Chinese president, who's also able to be the president uh, as long as he wants now because they changed the laws there. So he's president for life pretty much. And then all of a sudden this guy has a meeting and then all of a sudden he's talking about the unification of uh, Korea, which 
it's a huge thing. I mean, it makes him, and, and it's really the right thing to do anyways. I mean, a, uni, a unified Korea should be a real thing. Like, there's family members that are, like, generations of people that are, like, separated uh, because of the way things have been out there. And so it's like, they need to do that. They need to get rid of that. But it needs to be under, like, a little bit more safer and calmer ter- uh, terms. I'll follow you. And yeah. um, because it's, it, a guy like that, remember, People always want to compare Trump to Hitler, and they're like, you got to be careful because you never know. Well, you got to be careful with this guy because this guy has more of a history of doing violent things and not caring about social issues whatsoever. You think it's bad here? Go check out what they do over there. And remember, Hitler also played nice, too. Hitler was the king of playing nice. He was Time's Man of the Year at one point in time because he restored Germany after they came through like a very, very, very tough time. In World War One, they lost a lot of money. They were broke, and he brought a sense of pride and unity to. But what he was doing in the background was killing all of the leaders um, that opposed him, and uh, so that when he did make a takeover, the old guard is essentially dead, and so you don't really have um, a fight back at all. And uh, common citizens who already um, loved Hitler at that point in time would just go along with what was going on because he already had done such great things. So, you know, he must be, he must know what he's talking about. And then it just morphed into something else and really was just mind control at that point. And I would hate to see South Korea fall under some type of thing like that. Um, because, you know, Hello. these types of stories that you hear people a lot of times think, Oh, well, that's in the past. That's old school. Well, you know what? History has a way of repeating itself, and that's a fact. And you grab to, these bullets. Oh, I'll grab them. And you need to be careful okay. in what you do, um, and, and who you interact with. You know, and it's the same thing with like Vladimir Putin. Like, he's not to be trusted. Like everyone, like in America, is like, oh, look at him. He's got his shirt off. He's cool. This dude's not cool, bro. Like he goes no, around he's... and like he sends like agents to go kill reporters and like poison people that don't agree with him, and he locks up like. Uh, uh, musicians and bands that prote- have protest music against them and you know he, he arrests people that run against him in elections so that way they can't even really run uh, a correct campaign these are the type of people we're mm-hmm. talking about we've been very spoiled in America and that doesn't mean that there's a lot of things that don't go on that need to be checked because that's an absolute fact but we, no matter what we've still been pretty spoiled here We like the generation that I grew up with never really had to be scared of like any type of war situation where hey man we might all need to go fight and that wasn't the case for generations before mine you know and we're kind of reaping the benefits whether they be good or bad if you agree with them you know socially or economically or whatever but still um from the previous generations that did go to war right you mean we still benefited in a social and um, in a practical way, because, you know, we don't have to worry about bomb. Like, this is what we have to worry about now. Like, rogue terrorism, like, from people that are actually live in our own country, which you're going to have that if you just have this many people. But we don't have to worry about us getting bombed by our own military or gas like Sadat is, um, is doing um, uh, in, uh, in Syria. But I, I feel like I said his name wrong. Is it, is it What Sadat? is it? No, it's not. I feel like it's something oh, else. No. I've been drinking now. But anyways, I, I think we <laughs> know what I'm saying. But yeah. we need to be careful. We need Because he's all of those people. 
And just because he wants to play nice, now all of a sudden we can't just be, like, praising him. And he's been sending his wife out there a lot. I've noticed that in the public eye because she's, she's, she's kind of easy on the eyes. And she's very smart. She's very intelligent. And don't be swayed by all that stuff, man. Keep your eyes on this dude. Yeah, and, that's all smoke and mirrors. You know, and because here's the thing. This is where you play nice, right? You would play nice with someone the like SMG Trump. SMG in here. Because Trump is, I'm coming, because Trump is a little bit more hardcore in his, uh, in his views, especially when it comes to challenging. Like, Trump is the type of guy, whether you like him or not, if you challenge him, good or bad, he's going to accept that challenge because he's a businessman. And so that's the way he feels in general. Like, just like there's video of Trump at that dinner where Obama's like, oh, the one thing I don't have, because, you know, Trump said, said some things like, oh, I'm president of the United States. And everybody was laughing and shit, and Trump was not laughing. Oh, the, the, one, thing, the one thing I will be that you'll never be is president of the U.S. When right. he said that, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah and, yeah, like, you know, he just took it upon himself that he was like, all right, well, I'm going to win. Like, whether that was for the betterment of the American people or his ego, I'm just saying that's the type of person he is. And I think they, yeah. these other nations know that. And, and, and so they're like, where some other presidents will talk you to death and might be like, this guy might actually send us to war. And that's not what other nations want because it costs money to run a war. It's not like how it was back in the day where, you know, uh, wars like made money for the country and stuff. It's a little bit different now. Things cost way more money um, compared to what's being brought in. And they're expensive. And especially if you don't win them, they're expensive. And um, they don't want to do that. You want to be an economic power. You want to be a trading power. That's how you make money. That's the new war these days is money. And so, um, but they know that Trump, they'll bite if you, if you keep pushing. And I think it was getting to that point where they kept pushing. And I think maybe that meeting with China was kind of like, all right, listen, like if you keep pushing this dude, he's going to want to fight and we're your biggest ally. China is probably saying to North Korea, and it's like, we don't want to fight America because we were kind of on the up and up and now we're tailing down a little bit. And like, we want to get paid. And we want to make sure that they're going to keep paying us and we make a lot of their goods. And so you're going to have to chill out because if not, we're not going to support you anymore. And then you're going to be left by yourself. And as you know, it's only a matter of time before America spreads their freedom across the world. And you're going to have a hard time because that's like that's what people understand. The reason why like America like went and got Saddam Hussein and all this kind of stuff is like because there was no ally that they had that America was even scared of. The only reason why America does, dude, you know how bad it is. Like that guy is like a human, like um, what is that called? Um, the guy, the guy is like a. Uh, I can't even get the word in my Saddam? head. Saddam? No, no, no. Like Kim Jong Un is like he's killed millions of people through starvation and like, you know, and, and lack of medical care. But like people don't really know or care. And the only reason why we haven't went over there. He's a much more bigger threat to, to human rights issues. But the reason why we haven't gone over there is because China is one of their biggest allies. And they have Russia, if I'm not mistaken, is one of their biggest allies as well. And it's like, America, you got to be careful. So it's like you put sanctions on them and they make sense. And because, you know, Russia and America are both trying to come up in the money game as well, they're not really going to puff their chest out. They're going to say, well, they are a little bit crazy in the way they do things. So, okay. But, you know, not anymore. Things are a little bit different when you have a president like Donald Trump who his ego pushes him to do certain things that you wouldn't normally see someone else do for both good mm -hmm. and bad. And so I think they were finally like, all right, let, you know, 
And then, you know, honestly, if I was China or even if I was North Korea, I would say this. I would say, listen, there's a good chance that Donald Trump is not going to be president in like two more years. Because even though he had people vote for him, he did lose the popular vote. And a lot of people didn't come out and vote because of Hillary Clinton. They're not going to make the same mistake again, or at least I don't think so. So they're going to make sure they have a candidate that kind of hits all of the realms so they can pull everyone in. All those liberals can get pulled in to vote. And so Donald Trump's not going to have an easy time. Call up in his roof. I'll come up. Um, He's not going to have an easy time uh, trying to win presidency again. And so maybe you play nice now when the regime is a little bit tougher. And then... When when the when the regime when a democratic president comes in that might be a little bit weaker on certain policies like that, then you can then escalate. Now this is all like this is all me just kind of like sitting here bullshitting, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But that would be a legitimate plan that I would look at if I was trying to take over a country. Well, you know Trump is all ego, so if we keep pushing, he's going to send people out here. And if you want to continue to be king, pretty much with North Korea, which is really what his title is, those bullets. Uh, it'd be very, very worthwhile for you to play nice right now. And then maybe when you get a weaker administration in, then you can fuck around and do your old crazy games, right? I feel mm-hmm. like that's, like, what's possibly going on. So people need to be careful what, with that. What, but one, one, we talked about earlier, like, info. I want to know what the motivating factor for Kim Jong-un is. Like, what, what the fuck? What, why did he decide all of a sudden to do this? I want the info. And, you know? you're not, and you're not going to get it, and it seems like no one cares. You That's just, the problem, you yeah. Have people on the right, you have people on the right who just want to say, see, MAGA, hashtag MAGA, our boy got this dude to back down. When really, it really has, it doesn't seem like anything has to do with that except for my theory about the ego thing, where if he keeps pushing, we're eventually going to send somebody. And, you know, an example of that would be like the Bush presidencies. Um, as far as those types of things. And so I would, maybe that would, maybe China, because right after that meeting with China is when you did that. Now, I think he did play a part. He did put some crazy sanctions on him, uh, like Justin was saying earlier in the week when we were having a conversation. But I don't think sanctions are the reason why he did this, because they're used to that type of stuff. And honestly, he doesn't care about his people. And so sanctions don't really do nothing to him, because he's still able to reap the benefits of his hometown land and be the king. And, you know, and, and just, you know, do whatever he wants. So that really doesn't matter so much. But what matters is the support that he has from his allies. And the way he kept going, it was like those places had to make hard line talk and be like, listen, are you really backing North Korea, Russia? Are you really backing backing North Korea, China? Because we're about to do some shit. And if you're backing them, well, then, hey, you're part of them. Because they even went as far as to notify Russia when they were doing, like, bombings in Syria. There's a guy right back here. Okay. Behind us? He sees us, yeah. Oh, man. Behind us, too. Yep. Watch out. I'm going to bust this floor out from underneath us. Got one. He got me. He's in. He's in. One guy's down on their side. There's only one guy. Come around the corner. Ew. Oh, he got you, son. That sucks. Damn, dude. Damn, that really sucks. 
But I, <sighs> but I think that's some of the thing that could really be going on with that. And so we, we really have to be careful when we talk about those types of things and, and just keep our heads on a swivel when it comes to that. Because remember, we don't have emperors and presidents that run the whole time. So they know this too. And so when they play their little games, they know what they can get away with because they know that we run politically with a line drawn in the sand. And so they know what type of people they're usually dealing with because we're so set in stone that you have to be Democrat or Republican. Um, And so you really have to have, because if you don't vote for certain things and you don't say the right things, you can't be the president of that particular party. Like, like, you know, just like Donald Trump, he's not, he's not really a Republican at all. He was a Democrat most of his life. He says outlandish things. He's not a Christian. He sleeps with strippers. He cheats on his wife. You know, he, he talks like, you know, outlandishly in a way that's not conservative whatsoever for either the um, the Republican vote or the religious vote. But he happens to be Repub- running as a Republican. So Republicans just jump behind him because it's party over everything. Lines drawn in the sand. That's how we do things now. You're either this, this, this or this, which is crazy, it's, it, you know, because we're kind of going back socially a little bit. But so they know they know they're dealing with a guy that I support and that he has ego. So let's back off a little bit, play nice, wait for the mm-hmm. next administration to come in, and then we can start pushing like we, we've always done. And if not, who knows? Maybe, you know, I'm not saying people aren't, aren't totally out of change. Like maybe he really does want to change and he realizes that he's running his shit backwards and he's not making money and not doing the right things. And so it's like, all right, I'll fucking give in and stop being a terrorist. But I doubt it. Like, it just really goes like that. But I guess, you know, We'll see what happens, but with that being said, uh, we also have, um, I wanted to talk about this too, because we're playing video games right now, and one of the topics, I ran past this article and I sent it to Tank, and it kind of drove me insane, because it was a lady talking about how she cheated on her husband because her husband plays too many video games. And it was just so ridiculous. Remember, you you were some, said something like, "Oh my gosh, the sensationalism is out of control," or something. Yeah, it was crazy, man. The re- reading the article was just like, okay, I get it. You know, things weren't working out, but don't like. I, I think a lot of times people are looking to blame something, and and here here's what I think. Like, I don't think like the games are at fault. Okay, I think their relationship was trash. On you know, I'm not just saying his fault or her her fault, both. Right. But like you know, don't justify cheating on somebody because of of something. It's almost like she's looking for a reason to justify it to make herself feel better. She she probably does feel horrible that she cheated on her guy, but like, or maybe she doesn't. I don't know. But like, don't don't blame video games, okay? Because that's just like. That's fucking stupid. I'm sorry. You know, well, it's that's just like everyone's thing. That, the fuck, that's man? everyone's uh, go to is to blame something else. It's like blame. Well, he works too much. Music. I, you know, I didn't I didn't have enough emotional support or whatever. Well, again, going back, dude, to what I said before, fucking tell him. Talk about it. You know, get right. through it. And here's you know, what she said. Up. She said this word for word. I didn't mind his nightly gaming so much then. As I was either studying or so exhausted, I'd go to bed at 8.30. Mind you, he works. He might be exhausted, but he has something that he's entertained in. Did you ever think about maybe joining him and being like, hey, let's, he's so passionate about this. 
Let me find out what he's passionate about. That's what relationships are supposed to be about. There's, it's, it's about compromise. It's about learning who the other person is. Because when you have kids, you have that everyday grind. You know, you're, mm-hmm. in, it, you're in it. But there's going to become a time when those kids are gone and they're on their own. And then you're stuck with the person that's next to you that you've known practically at, probably at that time half your life. And you don't even know right. that person. And so you, that's why you see a lot of older relationships where the female's reading in some separate room and the man's off doing something else and they don't spend a lot of time to get together. They don't have a good sexual relationship. They don't hang out. Yeah. They don't do anything. They don't talk. And it's like those things you still need when you get older. Those are things that are still important yeah. to relationships and to people. But people get hardened and then they just get set in their ways and they're not willing to change or do anything. So how about you try something like that? And then she's saying something like, oh, well, I'm so exhausted. I go to bed at 830 anyways. So he gets home at six o'clock and then he eats dinner, takes a shower and you're already ready for bed. So what do you expect him to do? Just sit there by himself, talk to himself? No, he's going to try to immerse himself into something that can entertain his thoughts. How about sex? That's really good <laughs> relationships. How about? Oh, that? absolutely. How about you have sex with your man? Keep him busy that way. I guarantee if you're breaking it down for him, He's really not going to be run to his video games as often. He's going to be passed out next to you after some great sexual experiences. So how about we talk about that too? But no, people don't want to talk about that. They just want to blame video games and say it's his fault. Well, you know what? Video games are fucking awesome. And they do uh, take your attention away because they are so awesome. And because they give you something that someone else it may not be giving you. And that's attention. And that's always being there. Like, I tell people all the time, like, people are like, how are you so invested in sports? You're yelling at the screen. You're getting all excited. All this kind of stuff. It makes you have a bad day. I'm like, because ever since I was a little kid, I would play, I would watch sports. And it, I, it was always there. No matter what day I was having, I could have had a bad day. I could have had a good day. I could have had a girlfriend that was there, a wife that was gone, a mom that pissed me off. Whatever it was growing up. But you know what? I got a gun for you. All right, cool. The Mets and Jets, they were always there. It's comfortable feeling. And I feel like that's with video games too. And now it's even it, it's even amplified because now I don't have to be alone anymore. I can I can talk to a friend. You know, I can jump into a group and hang out with maybe people that are lonely themselves. And 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 it becomes a community. It's not it's not just a game anymore. And so like to just tell people like, "Oh, well, you know, this is the reason why these stupid video games. It's like, no, it's because that person's part of the community and because you're not around and you're not Oops. willing to put in the effort and other people are, those people are going to divert their attention to that mm-hmm. community. And because, right. you know, because they fulfill one of your basic needs in life, which is communication, which is to be desired, which, you know, maybe, maybe your husband is a really integral part of the team for that video game. And so like people really like them. And they make him feel welcome, but you don't because you're always tired. And so you go to sleep. And then while you're, you're having all these thoughts about this and that without fixing your actions, well, guess what? You're going to go and cheat on them? It, it, it's, and these are the type of excuses I see all the time with media where we just want to blame media all the time and not look inward and say, am I doing everything I possibly can to make sure that you know, this situation isn't caused by me, that it's not external, that it's internal, mm-hmm. and I'm just making excuses because we, we always love the fact because no one wants to be wrong emotionally, physically, you know, so it's, 
it's very frustrating when you see articles like this because you've been seeing a lot of demonization of video games over the last couple of months. And it seems like this stuff always starts, and I hate to really do this when I talk about Donald Trump, but, you know, it's the same thing with the everything he touches. It's just like it goes to shit when it comes, like, to social issues. Like, with the whole Kaepernick thing, Kaepernick uh-huh. could care less he did nothing, this had nothing to do with soldiers or the American flag. It had something to do with minorities getting beat up by law enforcement and being mistreated and not being treated fairly by law enforcement. He even had a serviceman write him and said, hey, I don't think sitting, because he was sitting down at first. And he's like, you know what? I don't think sitting down is the proper thing to do. I think kneeling would be more respectful to the troops mm-hmm. while, while still getting your point across. And so that's what Kaepernick did after he visited. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. Yeah, Yeah. I didn't know that. And so he was sitting at first, and then no one really knew because people sit on the bench all the time. But when people kneel, it was, like, different. And so when they saw him do it, they asked him, and then he explained what he was doing without even explaining about, like, any of the other stuff because he didn't feel like he needed to. Like, he had a particular reason. He spoke to a serviceman that said, hey, I think this would be more respectful. And so he felt comfortable moving forward with his cause. And then Donald Trump came in, and that's when he hijacked it, talking about the American flag and troops and all that. And then that's when his fan base and his voting base got behind him and started pushing that narrative and, and, like, tying it in. And it's been emphatically talked about that that's not the reason. Meanwhile, people use that to deflect, don't talk about the real issues, and it becomes a problem that way. You know what I mean? But and it's the same thing. Everything the dude touches or says something about it, it just it blows up into something that's completely different. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, what was it? Sorry. <laughs> what was I talking oh, about prior to that to tie it in? We, we were talking about, because um, I have something to say. Oh, it was, it was video games. and Oh, yeah. He demonized I, yeah. that, too, with, with the shooting, yeah. talking about the video games. That's, that's what I'm saying. And now, since you've seen that, you've seen more articles about that. You've seen more people sending thing in, things in from their personal relationships, like, this is stealing our time and this and that. And, like, it's, like, it's a total, like, witch hunt on media to deflect on what's really going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I got to say about that? Like, I got a personal story about video games, right? So um, when, I, when me and Carolina first started dating, you know, she wasn't, she wasn't into video games. And um, I don't think she really understood them because I just actually was talking to her about it yesterday. I'm like, do you ever think you'd play games, you know? And I hate to, hate to put your spot out there, but, yeah, she plays games. You know, we play together. And um, it, it's like video games to me were important, right? Because I, I you know, and as stupid as, as it might sound, like I grew up playing video games. Right. Um, I, I grew up playing games. I did it my whole life and it was just, you know, it's part of my life, dude. It's part of something I like to do. It's like I get home from work and I like, to, I like to play a game and decompress, right? Cause it's fun, dude. It's so much fun. You know, man, right. for, Absolutely. For, it's fucking awesome, you know? And I explained it to her like this. So like, I think my years as a manager served me well in this point because I, I train a lot of people and not saying I trained her. Don't don't take it out of context. Oh, what are you doing, boy? But but no, like when you all right, when you're training somebody, right? You know, you've got all right, let's say I hire somebody, right? And I'm like, 
talking to them about I, I'm trying to basically bring them up to speed about my our business and, and how we do things and why we do things. But that person lived an entire life of experiences that I didn't live, right? Right. They, they, they may not have seen the same things I did. They may not learn the same way I do. Right. So I have to figure out how to find something that they can relate to, right? So it's like if they're into cars, you know, you try to make an analogy to cars. If, if they're into video games, you try to make an analogy to video games. If they're into uh, art or painting, you try to make an analogy, you know? Like you, you, try, to, you, you try to put things together, right? And, and that way it's, it's like different languages, you know? It's a language they understand, right? So with, with Carolina, I explained to her like, hey, okay, think about – because she's big into reading, you know, huge into reading. And I'm like, all right, think about your favorite book, right? I'm like, you know, your favorite book or your favorite book series, whatever it might be, just like get that in your head, right? Think about it like that. Imagine if you're able to control a character in that story and, and, and like figure – like you, you can control the way the story goes uh, based on your actions, right? Now, think, think about like a story you're immersed in. And I, I can go back to like one of the biggest video games. Like I, I played games when I was a kid. But like the, the one that really got me hooked was Final Fantasy VII, right? right. The storyline, you know, if anybody listening who's ever played Final Fantasy VII, the storyline, unbelievable. The amount of things you can do in that game. I'm a, I must have beat the game over 20 times, right? And the amount of things you could do in it that change the way the story goes, it's pretty crazy. And, and you know, I, I was like, just think about your favorite book and how, you know, you, you can control the character in it and everything. And that, that's what video games is like to me, right? So, you know, I started getting her into um, some games. Like, we started playing, like, Resident Evil together and stuff. And then, like, you picked up Friday the 13th. And then I downloaded it, and bro, she was hooked. Oh yeah, she, was so <laughs> she loved it, man. It was so much fun, you know. And we we played that on the first few episodes of our podcast, I believe, right? Yeah, we were we were playing Friday the Thirteenth, and she loved it, man. And you know, it's just it's fun. And now we're playing, you know, Call of Duty together and stuff. And me, you, and her play together, you know, right. a few nights a week. But now she she understands it, she gets it, and it's like it, it's a lot of fun. Now, that being said, you can't let it control your life. Like, um, you, you, can't, you can't come home and ignore your kids and jump on the games. But, you know, at the same time, you got to, like, enjoy your life, too. So you have to find, and that's up to whoever's doing it, you got to find the fucking happy medium. medium. And, you know, you got to figure out, all right, I could play, you know, a couple nights a week, a couple hours a week, whatever. Or, you know, if it was really that important to him, you know, he could have went the route I did and tried to get his, his fucking wife or girlfriend, whatever it was, on board with him. And, and maybe, right. maybe that could have changed things for him. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe she should have been more open because, you know, relationships are compromised. And you both, again, like same deal, you both grew up a different way. And, you, you know, you, you have things you like and dislike, but it's about letting the other person know that, right? So they're educated on it and, you know, how you can compromise. You know, it's, it's a fucking two-way street, man. It's not one way. It's not, oh, he plays games, so I'm going to cheat on him. 
right? right? That's not okay. That's, that is not okay. Um, if, if you're really, I think that's actually really selfish because if you're, if you're really dissatisfied, then why don't you end a relationship? Right? Yeah, exactly. And, and what, what's the answer to that? There is no answer. Oh, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Well, were you too comfortable? Um, you know, were you just not happy with the games, but everything else was okay? I mean, there's, there's a million and one fucking things you could say, but you know, you just, you don't cheat on somebody, man. You just don't do it. It's like the ultimate betrayal, you know? Well, it's not, it, what it, it just, there's no basis behind it. Like that would, right. You know, it's, you've, you fabricated that because you were stuck in your own life and you didn't realize that you, like, you could have influenced your situation by, you know, like, what, what are you wanting, like, at that time, you know, when you get home? Do you want, like, a man that's going to be into you physically and sexually and emotionally? Well, then you should play into that, you know? And then if, you know, if you're making several attempts and you're trying and trying and trying and trying, <clears throat> well, then address those concerns so that they know about them. And then if you address those concerns and you do all those things and you say all those things and you still don't see a change, where if something happens, I could see, well, yeah, I can understand why. But ultimately, you should probably just be like, well, then maybe I shouldn't have another kid with this person, which is what happened. Right. Story. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, yeah. that's another thing, too, man. Is like people use kids in relationships. Oh, you to, can't. To like fill a void, like a happiness. Like, oh, I'm happy now. I got my kids. And. Oh, right above. I, oh, my gosh, dude. Fuck Did this, you? dude. Oh, my gosh. I hate dude. this game. I love it, and I hate it so I need much. a hardcore mode. You know what, man? Let's let's switch it up, and let's do the 50 versus 50. Yeah, let's do that. We'll let's do that. Let's change that mode to uh, 50 versus 50. Speak, let's, speaking you know. of sexual stuff, did anyone hear this story? Uh, it's crazy. Um Anyone that watched Smallville or when it was up, it's like based off the Superman stories when he was like in high school, like that range. But Allison Mack, and there's another actress as well. You got to change that mode. Uh, I can't I do will. it. Uh, she'll, she, she tried to lure like Emma Watson and Kelly Clarkson to a sex cult. Apparently there was a sex cult um, that was going on. And uh, it was, it's called, I don't know how to pronounce it properly. It's like, uh, Exvim or or uh, oh, Nixvim I read the, or was that the one they were in? Because you sent that other article to me, I didn't know that was the same thing. Yeah, um, yeah, they were they were in that one. Next, Nexium, Nexium, and, and it was that's how you pronounce Nexium, and they were yeah. they were pushed as being um like a woman's like right group, like you know, uh, looking out for women's rights and the future of like women empowerment and so like but if, and, and i'm telling you i, I, I don't want to cut you off but if like it's pronounced nexium but it's it's spelled uh n x i v m but it's pronounced nexium so if you want to like look that up that's how you spell it all right anyway so, go ahead so yeah nexium and it's not one of those things where you see some weird like looking people these are like some attractive females man that they got in this group and people that used to be in this group and that's how they get people because there's something about attractive people that people will listen to you if you're attractive and someone comes up to you even if you're not like it's weird it's like our brains are wired to pay attention and to look at symmetry in the face they've done studies about this and uh 
when, when someone attractive approaches you and talks to you, you're way more willing to listen than someone who's like a homeless dude or like someone that you don't find attractive or someone that you find annoying um, by, by their looks. Some people are like that. And they try to find people of influence who are attractive so that they can push their message because they know that they, they send these people out to talk about what they're, they're doing in their little cults. And because this person's successful and because they're attractive, you're more able to, you know, you're more able to listen to them. You're like, oh, hmm. you know, they, whatever they're doing seems to be working. So I guess they might be right. And that's how they get people. And they build up your ego and, you know, um, they, they tailor to your needs. And then all of a sudden you're having sex with some random dude. And all you're doing is finding other women to have sex with this random dude. And this is pretty much what happened here. And there was, like, legitimate women in this group. Legitimate women. First of all, to gain admission into this this women's empowerment group, they were required to give their recruiter or, like, what they would call, like, their master um, naked photographs or other compromising material and were warned that such collateral might be publicly released if the group's existence weren't disclosed. So... First of all, if I'm joining the group and I got to show my dick and balls just to get just in the jump. group for you to be able to um, for you to be able to like be in your group. Like if I if I can't walk into a group and walk out of a group, I'm not joining that group. You know what I'm saying? Is that yeah. something's going on if I can't leave this group and now I got to be butt naked, my asshole exposed and my ball sacks out. And now you want, <laughs> you want pictures of that as collateral. I'm not joining, but I guess I don't know. And that's why it's so important, you know, to get the celebrities. And that's why they focused heavily on, like, attracting isn't what, celebrities. Isn't that what Scientology did? You know? Yes, that's exactly what they did. You get influ- attractive, influenceable people, and therefore you're, you're, you're able to attract more people because people think, well, look at Tom Cruise. He's got his whole life together. He's an attractive guy. If he's into it, it's got to be decent, right? That's how people think. Like, people think, yeah. like, you know, we're all complex. It doesn't work that way. Not everyone is complex, thinks things out clearly. A lot of people work based on emotion. A lot of people work based off of anger. A lot of people work on in a different, a bunch of different ways. And so people, like they think like how could you be so gullible i mean people say the same thing about religion like i have friends where like i'm a religious person in certain ways and in a lot of ways i'm not but a lot of people might look at that and say well this guy's a dummy because how can you believe in something that you can't see and so it's like people think differently people have different opinions of people and when you're when you're an actress or an actor and you have money and People, like, really strive to be that. A lot of people hate where they work. They hate where they live. They hate their lives. And they see someone doing something good, and they try to emulate that. You see this in right, social right, media. Right. And sometimes it works when you have a good plan or you have a good way of looking at life. Like people like Gary Vaynerchuk, who, you know, his life was a lot easier than a lot of other people's. And he'll tell you that. But... He gives you like good inspirational things that you should live by and go by and people try to follow it and they have success and they meet up with this guy and say, man, you were a really big influence in my life. And all they did 
was just say stuff that you would say to any decent person, really. And then he throws in some business models because he's a business model that work. And but people like it because they see right. this guy is successful. And so I could be successful or I could be happy or I could be this. I could be that. And sometimes that pursuit of that drives people to do things that they never thought they would do. Like you literally go from, oh, well, a really popular actress on a show asked me if I want to be part of an exclusive women's club. Of course, someone's going to fucking jump on that. And especially if they're looking for attractive females, because then those attractive females, a lot of times are doing something to promote their attractiveness. It's just why they get attracted in the first place by people. So they're models, they're aspiring actresses, they're this, they're that. And so you have someone that's already made it and they're in there and they're saying, hey, this is a great place. This is where I found my focus and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're taking drugs, you're having drinks, and you're sleeping with some random dude that they call Master. Master, yeah, his fucking name was Master. That dude, what's I'm, up with that, dude? People, That's a psycho, bro. People think. Talk- Sorry, man. Is that <laughs> you? you uh, oh, oh, no, it's not me, dude. Should no, I be we're killing him. Oh no, I shouldn't. N- be no, dude. If they, if, oh shit, we're playing some totally. Different, we're playing dude. fifty versus fifty, man. Yo, I'm out yeah, I'm chopping my dude down. I'm so sorry. Um, no, but it's like you know, we were talking about that with the ayahuasca thing. You know, like people like take advantage of situations. Like, how how are you gonna be in charge of like a cult and like have people call you master? You know, that's fucking weird. That's fucking crazy. Dude, if I was way better looking, I can start a way better cult than some of these people. Because, like, they try to get a little too culty. Where, like, you know what I'm saying? Where, like, you have to literally, like, when you're doing a cult, like, and if you can get that whole attractive, like, celebrity vibe, like, you gotta be chill about it. Like, you can't be, like, calling people masters and gurus and all that, because that shit has been done before and it's played out. So you're not really going to get the good people that you really want. You want the next tier people. You want to you, uh, you wanna have the dummies because it's always good to have the dummies because then they're willing to do like whatever it takes. But then you got to uh-huh. get those next level people that can actually think. And because then you'll get way more influence, but somehow you were able to like kind of defeat their logic and be like, oh, I can't believe like I, I, I even got involved with this. Those are the people you, you, someone like Tom Cruise, you would think, you know, for the Scientology to get an actor like that, that's super popular. That gives your fucking religion so much more credibility to be able to do things, you know, as far as attracting people, you know, I would just be mad chill about it. It would be like a mad, if I was going to be like the evil one like that, like a, like a sex cult at first, like you have to play it mad cool. Not just for a little bit of time for like the whole time. You have to indoctrinate mm-hmm. people, man. You have to have, like, families of people. You know, like, people, like, that are trying to get their evil cults out there, they're being way too fast, man. It's got to, if you want it to really have success, you got to put the time and effort in, man, and really cultivate those relationships. Yeah. <laughs> you know, these, and I just, it's crazy, though, really, to think about it, just joking around. I mean, I, don't, I hate to joke around, but listen. No one forced them to do these things. Like these people were duped, man. Uh, their brains were duped, and it's it's a sad situation, no doubt. But fucking Hollywood, man. There's some stupidity to that too, and I'm not gonna just like let people get off with that. Like, oh, don't you feel horrible talking about it like that? Like, damn, well, I don't. 
I don't feel horrible. You joined some weird fucking cult. Use your damn brain. You know what I'm saying? What do you what you think mm-hmm. was gonna happen? You know what I mean? You, you, when I have when I have to give you pictures of my ball sack and my asshole as collateral just in case I leave the group, I'm not joining you. Okay? I ain't joining. I'm not joining you anymore. I'm not Come here, man. Right here, right here, right here. Come here. Jump on my portal. We're gonna go in, dude. We're gonna go heavy. Let's go. Where are we going? Uh, towards the fucking thing over here. Right here. There's a bunch of people over here, man. I'm getting in this firefight, dude. Alright, let's do it. Um, I'm gonna get up here, actually. But no, like, I just... It's... No, I wouldn't be joining something like that. But then again, like Joe Rogan talks about in his podcast, you have so many people in the world, at least a certain percentage of those people are gonna be just flat-out dumb. Not all of them are going to be ugly. Not all of them are going to be poor. Not all of them are going to be influential. But there's going to be a mix, you know? And, right. And, it, and it's going to be in the millions. So, uh, uh-huh. and there's, so there's millions of people out there that are flat out dumb. And you can be successful and be dumb too, folks. So don't let them fool oh, you. Oh, yeah. Don't, oh, yeah. Don't let them fool you out there for sure. Because de- that could definitely happen, no doubt. Did you pick up any rockets, man? I, I got a rocket launcher. Uh, I might, I'm just juicing up real quick for the people that are on anchor right now. And by the way, guys, listen, if you're listening for real, um, if you have an iPhone, you need to subscribe to us on iTunes. You go to iTunes and you type in late night cypher with Tank and Smitty and please subscribe and leave a rating. Like when you could write about the show, if you really like it, leave a rating because that helps, man, because it, it lets people see our our podcast because our ratings go up. So definitely, please, please let people, let people know about it, but also, you know, get in there, share it, subscribe, write a little something, something. We're also on Google music too. Um, so just to keep you guys aware about that. Um, but yeah, let's continue on. I just wanted to say that because sometimes I forget, <laughs> man, I'm like, we get too deep into it. Us. Yeah, yeah. You know, some we people forget about to it. us, they'll just jump in. I want I want them to know where we're coming from. Right now, we're broadcasting, obviously, on here, Practice Space Films on YouTube, youtube.com slash Practice Space Films. So subscribe. Hit that button, subscribe, share it. Um, the podcast will be out probably tomorrow morning for your on your way to work. Um, and, 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 you know, leave your name, and I'll be, I'll be sure to add you um, on YouTube as well. You know, so if you're listening to us on YouTube and we're not subscribed, I'll subscribe to you if you subscribe. So let us know. We want to connect here. I'll do it if you do it. I'll do it if you do it. We want to jump on. We want to connect with people. So um, if you're able to do that, uh, let us know. And we like to have guests too, man. That's something I think we're ready for the next phase of this podcast is to bring in some guests as well. I want to see some guests on here. I want to talk with some I'm down. people. Get in with it. Um, get some good conversations in for sure. But we're not done. Don't think I'm done here. We're not done. We're not yet. done. No, we're not done. I just wanted to, you know, say that. You know, you gotta let people know where we're gonna be at. You know. So, uh, J- James Smith just checked in. If you, uh, if you haven't done it yet, check in at James Smith Fitness on YouTube for some fitness goals. Uh, Absolutely. He said he's been. He said he's been playing that God of War. Um, fuck God of War, man. I used to play that. Um, Shit, back in the day, man, and I, I beat, I think it was God of War 1, I beat it on God mode. Right. Fuck, that was one of the hardest games I ever played in my life, dude, because literally, you have to be 
perfect with every interaction, every button press, everything. Otherwise, you're dead in one shot, basically. Um, but uh, I, you know, actually, I was watching the UFC over the weekend. So check this out. They were they were promoting God of War, and the guy goes, "Brand new on PlayStation Five, God of War." And I'm like, "PlayStation Five? I'm like, is this the unveiling?" And then I was like, then at the end it was like PS4. I was like, "Oh, he just fucked up." <laughs> he, he he might have gotten fired for that. No, he didn't get fired for that. But damn, he fucked up. I thought it was a PS5 coming out, man. Well, they but, were uh, talking about something like that coming out, but it's got to be dramatically better. It's just it's not going to sell where they really want it to sell. Got it, got it. Yeah, but I I've heard a lot of good things about that game, man. So you know, I don't think it's multiplayer, um, which we typically get multiplayer games so we can play together. But that being said, it's a fun game. And, uh, you know, check it out if you can. Uh, dude, what about, um, remember that article we saw about uh, Mexico, the murders? Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's kind of weird because we, we, we talked about that a little bit. You sent me that article about it. And uh, there's something like, tw- there's 20, 21,000 murders in mexico per year which is insane dude that's a lot of people man like and think I about was, that people that are listening right now how say say that again say that number again all right let me let me uh let me pull up the real number it's twenty one thousand, but the real like the real stat is let's see what it what it is um hold on hold on you know this fucking thing, man. You you can't look anything up without getting hit with five million fucking ads, dude. You know, and they take forever to load. They load in front of you. Okay, so all right, hold on one second. I I want. I think we need the real number, man. We need the real number here. Yeah, because but it's it's still insane. The the absolute amount the amount of people that are being killed in Mexico is crazy, and this is like some of the things you know Donald Trump talks about the wall. The violence really hasn't come here like that, um, but th- it would give you some fuel to what you're saying when you're talking about the amount of murders that are happening there. People are still vacationing there, which makes no sense to me if you're a cartel and you're trying to like, aren't you trying to sell drugs when you're a cartel? If you murder too many people, people aren't going to come buy your drugs, man. Why don't you make it a little yeah, bit like more if you're, relaxed? Like, if you're the cartel, sense. you want more people coming in there so you can get them addicted so you can keep selling, right? Yeah. Wouldn't that isn't that wouldn't that be the thing that makes sense? I just like you know I'm not a drug dealer, but that it, like as a business person, that makes sense. Yeah, you you, you, so. you want to get people hooked hooked on it so you can keep selling it, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Instead, you're killing people at record numbers, and now I, I don't know. It's going to affect their tourism for sure. Um, absolutely. Yeah, I mean. I, I just I was at uh, like a birthday party over the weekend and I had friends, you know, after we talked about it, I had friends talking about going to Cancun and I'm, I'm like, damn, dude, I don't know. I didn't want to like maybe I should have told them, but maybe they weren't aware. But I, I didn't want to be like, yo, I wouldn't go there because there's been there's been 100 deaths so far in 2018 in Cancun, like 100 murders. That's fucked up, man. Like, you know, that, that's one of those places everyone talks about. Oh, I went to Cancun. Like, I don't know if I would go there, man. Yeah, yo, you <laughs> went to 
hell. I'm surprised you even got back alive, dude. Yeah, I, I just – I don't think I would go there. You know, I mean, that's just fucked up. Like, you, you're going to go and worry about whether you're going to return or not. I mean, that's just – that's crazy. That yeah, is no, that's insane. No, not just that, man. It's – No, I was wrong, dude. About, 20, 29,000. 168 killings. Almost 30,000. Yeah, that's insane. I said 21 originally. And remember, like you were saying, most of those killings were done without guns. Like a way lower percentage than America when it came came down to murder. Well, you know, so I don't know if it was killings from guns or stabbings or what, but I did pull up because I I started thinking about like, okay, well, what, what are the issues we're talking about here? So... I looked up, like, you know, uh, there's a website that I found. I go- I just Googled it, you know. I think I, I put um, murders per year, Mexico versus United States. And um, a-, a website called Nation Master came up, and you can, like, pick different, different like, criteria to, um, to, like, you know, you can do agriculture, whatever, or, or murders. So I looked up. Uh, Mexico versus U.S. And there's a lot of different categories. First one is guns per 100 residents. Okay. So Mexico has they're, uh, in, in this list, they're ranked. I don't know what, like, what the top number is, but they're ranked number 40. Mexico has 15 guns per 100 residents. Right. So out of 100 people that you know, 15 people own a gun. Uh, and that's a single gun. Right. United States um, was ranked number one. So there's 88.8 guns per 100 residents, right? So that's six times more guns than in Mexico per 100 residents. So it's not just, you know, because you can't look at like a place that has 10 times the population as another one and say, oh, they both have the same amount of guns. It's different. You have to sort of put it into like perspective of per, per people. Right. Right. Per person. Yeah. And so the, the, there's other number two, the intentional homicide rate in Mexico, they're ranked number one. Um, so this is all per, um, per a hundred residents, I believe. Um, yeah. Gun, yeah. Per a hundred residents. So 15, out of a hundred people are killed. Like that's that's number one, dude. That's three times that's more crazy. than the U.S. Yeah, that's insane. That's an uh, insane number. The the murder rate in Mexico is ranked number two, and it's at twenty five thousand seven hundred fifty seven, and the U.S. is twelve thousand nine hundred ninety six. And that's as you know? violent as you think America is, because we do have a lot of gun violence here. And then you see things like Chicago. Everyone talks about Chicago, and they, they pull up some of those numbers over the years. And that, just in comparison to Mexico, is completely yeah. different. Like, the law enforcement that we complain about here, aside from the racial stuff, like, if you're a racist, you're just a piece of shit. But people would love to have the law enforcement that we have in this country, in Mexico. People don't understand how important law enforcement is. Um, it's the bad people that make it bad, like any other thing it's just unavoidable like it's just you're not going to catch everyone every time you're not going to catch people's craziness 
Um, you're not going to catch people. Um, there's always going to be people that can beat the system. That's just how it's going to be, you know? And so I don't think that law enforcement as a whole is really bad. You have to have that deterrent. It does help people. And I'm telling you, man, people don't think this way. They're like, oh, they would do it if they're going to do it anyways. If you don't have a deterrent, people will live with absolute lawlessness. I promise you that. And if you remember the Wild West, not everybody lived in lawlessness. But there was enough people that did that kept a whole town of people fucking scared. And that's what you see in all these movies because that's what happened in real life. You'd have 12 guys roll through a town of like 2,000 people and, and terrorize them because not everyone's a fighter. You know what I'm saying? Not, not and, and back then you also didn't have the sharing of info because, you know, mail was delivered by fucking horseback. Right. right. So so it, it wasn't like, oh, this is happening, but it's not happening here. It's only happening where you're at. So the fear. Yeah, because you, you assume probably automatically that it's happening everywhere. Right. But that's not the, that's not the case. Yeah, it's not the case. But no, it's it, it's one of those things where like we need to definitely, definitely check for sure. Damn, would you drop the mic? <laughs> Oh, drop the mic, but the podcast ain't over. You know what, though? You know what I found out, though, when I was looking at uh, those stats? Um, we're t- we're looking at, like, murders and, and shit, and we're like, damn, Mexico is fucked up. And then I looked at, like, rapes. So, all right. I'm going to give everyone five seconds to guess in their head what they think it is, right? So... Where do you think Mexico is is rated versus America in rapes per 100,000 residents? Five, four, three, two, one. This can't be right. Maybe this is annually. Hold up. I got it right here. I'm going to look at it right here. Mexico is is rated number four in the world. 14,993 rapes. America is ranked number one, <laughs> dude. 84,767. That's crazy. So it's... All right. Rapes, the number of recorded rapes, a uh, large number of rapes go unreported. South Africa is estimated to have half a million rapes per year. Egypt, 200,000. China, 32,000. And the UK with 85,000 rapes per year. That's crazy. Fuck that, man. That's gross, man. That just kind of put us to a halt right there. That was kind of gross, dude. Reading that? Hey, you know, you got to get that honesty out there, though, right? <laughs> Let's do it.
They don't touch it. like Parkinson's or something, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Talk about sessions. Yeah.
you know what? Yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that. But I also think there's a way, you know, like, all right, there's a way to solve any problem, right? And if, if you're passionate about something, there's a way to present the information. Now, you might think you have the proper way to present the info, right? But that, that's great. But you, you have to take into, like, you got you to gotta think about who you're presenting it to, right? And the reason I say that is because the message, th- this goes back to the training thing I talked before. Like, the message has to be, you know, you got a bunch of different people talking a bunch of different languages, uh, you know, essentially. You know, you, you have to be able to communicate somehow in some way with the person you're trying to get the message across to. So that being said, those are the people in power. Now you, you have to be able to, you gotta, you gotta study, you know, you gotta study the way they communicate with each other. You have to figure that out because you have to put your message into the words that they can understand. And I look at it like this, you know, eliminate any argument that you might, get from somebody else right and and what i mean by that is the way you the way you present it if you present it in the same manner they're used to communicating it might be like oh well i gotta i gotta change the way i communicate to appease them maybe right but but who cares right as long at the end of the day if you get your message across and you get what you want does it really matter the way it's communicated um you know Yeah. Right. And you know what, though? You know what I, I have to say to that, though, is there, there is progress, man. There really is because look at – what is there? 20 over I, – I think over half of the states in the country have legalized it for medical use. I think it's 29. And, and there's like less than 10 recreational, but there is, there is a movement right now. I don't, I didn't live in the time of alcohol and prohibition, so I can't speak on it. But at one point alcohol was illegal and now it's not, it's legal in every state. So there's movement being made and it's not maybe as fast as people want, but there is movement and, you know, and, and this guy says he's taking a step to make it legal federally. So, you know, there's movement, you know, and, and whether, whether it's, you know, oh, shit, how'd you die, bro? Yeah. Fuck. Kill yourself. Yeah. yeah. You're being, like, you know, you got medical insurance and you're covered on other people's. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, dude. 
It's weird. Uh-huh. Mm Uh-huh. Right. Even if you cut it in half, like four billion, right? Yeah.
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just think it takes time, man. I, I, Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. You you won't see that because it's all about one side versus the other. That's the problem with the two-party system. It just doesn't work, man. Right.
Right. Yeah. Right. It does, man. I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand. They thought she was going to win versus Bernie. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit. <laughs> I'm drinking some wine, dude. I'm drinking some uh, Menage a Trois California red wine. A little red, you know. I like it. Ooh, I like left hand. There you go, man. Yeah. Right, you know, you know you know people are fucking buying it, right? So why not legalize it? Like again, from a business standpoint, why not legalize it and then make tax off it? But oh, now I just thought about this. What if keeping the people in jail generates more revenue? Then making it legal and collecting a tax on it. That's the question, right? Right. And when you, when you have to remove prisoners, then you got to you got to remove staff you know so yeah And, the, and a lot of those, those companies are making a lot of money and they're lobbying and putting money towards the, the campaign of another person to go into office to support their agenda. So, yeah, it's crazy. Crazy fucking comp, you know, combination of facts and different things. And it's weird, man. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So think think about this. Like, imagine right now, if 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 those people didn't make those movements, and right now, it was still like you know blacks were looked down on. Like, th- think about life how it would be right now. Like, th- you know, take fifteen twenty minutes and sort of wait. You know, walk yourself through your entire day. You know, you wake up. You go to work. Who do you interact with on the way to work? Are they white? Are they black? What are they? You know, go go through it and see how different things could be. You know, if if it wasn't that way, right? It's so fucking weird to think about shit like that. Yeah. Yeah.
Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because you get different ideas, you know, different experiences like, um, you know, oh, what about like I was here this year and, and there was this flower, you know, why don't we look at this flower and see if there's any properties of this flower to cure cancer? And, you know, they break it down or you might have been stung by an animal like a fucking ant or something. You think about like, oh, the venom in that ant. Could that cure cancer? And you start going through you know, different scenarios and different life experiences. And if you took everybody's experience and, and looked at it like in a real, like in an honest way, we would find it quick, dude. I think the cure, I think so. But that's quick. That's quick. I think. Yeah. What if we met like, what if we explored and met like an alien race and they're like, oh yeah, we've been around for, for thousands and thousands of years. We dealt with that like 2000 years ago. Here's what you do. They give us the fucking like the answer. Wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah, yeah. 
Think think about though, like think about this though. If you've got people over generations that are strong and moving stones for you, and they're breeding and they're making babies, those babies are gonna be strong as fuck. Over time, dude, you're gonna have a fucking like generation of super athletes building whatever you want, and that's what they were breeded for, man. That that's why. <clears throat> exactly right. That's like like we don't. We don't need to. We don't need to build shit anymore. Now you got super sports like the fucking athletes now versus even like look at five to ten years ago. The the dude look at the look at the athletic ability of these people, man. It's fucking insane. I got shot. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Good shot. I don't agree with that. Years is. Right.
Right. Mm-hmm. I just think it takes a lot of time, dude. I think it takes so much time to change, right? And you're seeing like pretty much the start now. Well, not the start, but you're seeing the step after the start and, and how things are changing. And it, it will, dude. Every Every generation will be different and different and different. And you know what, man? In a thousand years from now, things will be so much different than what they are right now. It's going to be hard to like wrap your head around, but it's just, it's always going to change, man. You know, and it's, there's going to be, you know, something different. I mean, um, we talked about it before, like psilocybin mushrooms are going up for ballot to be legal in the state of California, right? That's a huge leap compared, like not even all the states are legal for marijuana and they're already moving for this. So um, which we talked about it before on the, the, yeah, the science, but it, it's just, it takes, it's taken time. It's education. It's, it's being relentless about it. Keep pushing your agenda. Eventually it'll catch on. It just, it, it, yes, exactly. And it, it just takes, it takes, uh, you know, the, there's a generation in power now that have different views 